We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. The Bengals mailbag time. This is my favorite part because Twitter world can ask their questions every Thursday. Make sure you're tweeting us, Bengals underscore Sands, LNDS Patterson. I'm going to start with this. It's not a question, but kind of is. It's not one on Twitter, but I'm bringing it up because it was a hot topic, a fun topic on social media. It was an announcement today. Joe Burrow's teaming up with Guinness. I made the comment, I've never finished a Guinness beer beverage in my entire life. I just, I've never done it because that stuff is just a little too fulfilling for me. A lot of people had opinions on it. Nobody was mean. Everybody was kind of having fun with it. Are you a Guinness drinker? Um, the only time I have Guinness really is when I'm doing Bailey's and uh, <laughs> dropping bombs into the Guinness. So Maybe. Uh, I, I don't really drink it by itself. I don't know. It's not really a, a beer that I enjoy by itself, but when I'm creating things with it. I do that. I'll say that Dan Horde won because I want to say that he posted a picture when he was in Ireland and he had a Guinness. And I feel like if you're in Ireland, you have to have one. So he wins. Uh, but overall, yeah, that's if, if the Bengals win on Sunday, I promise the Twitter world, I will have my first full Guinness and finish it. So to be determined on if that happens or not, or if that streak just keeps going on to New York Jets. Uh, we'll get to yeah. the Twitter question. Brett says, which team is showing up on Sunday versus the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, I mean, I think it'll be a much better performance. It's hard to get worse, at least in the first half. So to me, I think it's last year's Bengals. Is it the playoff Bengals that could win a game with their defense and keeping care of the ball on offense and getting a couple explosive plays? Or is it, you know, Chiefs Bengals where <laughs> they can explode at any moment? I don't know, but I don't think you'll see what I think of with that Steelers Bengals type game or when they played, I don't think they'll play like they did against the jets last year and get another disappointing type game in there. I think it'll be, I'm guessing this will be a wire to wire victory for the Bengals. They, they can't afford to blow this one. They know that. So they're going to just play safe, move the ball, do everything that they need to do, play, give uh, take what the defense gives them. Yeah, I agree with that right now. And I feel like it's going to come back and bite me if I say it, but I've said it a couple of times already since Sunday. I don't think Joe Burrow plays like that again. I don't think it's this week, at least. I mean, will he have a multi-interception game? 100% that's going to happen in his NFL career. I have no doubt about it because the guy likes to take a risk and throw the ball down the field too. So I have no doubt that's going to happen. But for me personally, I think he has a good, good game, bounces back, and I still like this defense a lot going into Dallas. Go to Guduba. I hope I'm saying your Twitter name right. I did <laughs> practice before we started. And he says, will the Cowboys finally score a touchdown versus this defense? Because they were the only NFL team not to score a touchdown this past weekend which is wild to me that's tough to say no to so i'll say yeah but uh i one i'll give them one i think it's tough to not score a touchdown two games i guess um ken zampezi managed it before but uh oh but I, oh I was... don't bring that memory back How <laughs> an offensive coordinator that's just insane to me <laughs> yeah i think they'll score one i don't know i'd feel bad if I remember what it was like watching the Bengals not score any touchdowns. I don't want to, I don't want to wish that on anybody. 
I don't either. I actually do think the Cowboys will score a touchdown this weekend and maybe two. Jacob W says, who will get the first sack? I'll go first. I think it's going to be Trey Hendrickson. I think this is just really where it gets going for Trey. And he's going to have the same year that he had in 2021. He was when he was with the Saints previously to that. I, I feel good about it. I'm going to say, Trey, who's getting it for you? Uh, well, I'll have to cover us a little bit more. Um <laughs> since you're getting Trey, which I think is the odds on favorite. Softball, but... softball answer. I mean, I went really used to that one. I mean, wow, way to, way to go out on a limb. Yeah, I'll just uh I'll say it's a weird one, and we get the first sack from I'll go Mike Hilton. Oh, I like that. I like that because I was actually picking Mike Hilton to get the first interception of the year, but I like the sack better. So we'll go. Um, Goose says the game plan versus this Cowboys defense. Obviously, all the talk this week is Micah Parsons. He terrifies me, to be completely honest with you. And you just saw what happened against a really good defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers. What is going to be the game plan for the Cincinnati offense? I would say... So the interesting thing about what Dallas does is they they like to move Micah around, get him get him mismatches, and then the one thing that they do that's annoying is they'll put him at linebacker and put five guys in front of him so that the offensive line has to pick those five up, and then they get him one on one with the running back. Sometimes don't let that happen. <laughs> that's my first idea is just don't allow Micah Parsons to be playing to picked up by the running back. And then other than that, if he's ever on the edge, chip him. If he's inside, slide to him. I think he's the guy you really just have to if – you, if you slow him down and he doesn't get any sacks, then I don't see how the Dallas defense really uh, stops the Bengals' offense. I know DeMarcus Lawrence is a heck of a player, but I'd rather there's just one really good player compared to two of them, you know, trading back and forth. Like, let DeMarcus Lawrence try to take on uh, the right side of the Bengals' offensive line. He usually lines up over there while they focus on Micah Parsons. Is Cooper Rush going to have a Mike White game? <laughs> I'm going to say no. It feels like Lou's taking this serious. He said something about he's uh, Rush has been with the same office coordinator for the fi past five years. I think he's taking this as a legitimate, like, we could lose this game because Cooper Rush plays well. And Cooper Rush played well, what, last year in a game he threw for 300 yards and a win against the Vikings. So got to take him serious because he's not a bad backup in this league. Yeah, it's wild to me, and I feel like this is more of a hot take from some Cowboys fans, but they were stating that they feel like Cooper is better than Dak, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not behind their franchise quarterback, which is so bizarre to me, and I don't agree with that at all. But I agree with you. When he's with the team and the system for that long, I I think you can't take it lightly. You got to go in, and you got to see what happened at home this past week. And nothing really against the defense because they showed up. They were legit against the Steelers, but the offense alone. I'll ask you this with Joe Burrow, and then I'm going to get back to the Twitter questions. I promise we're going to get to your mailbag and, the, and all the questions over there. But with Joe Burrow, do you think – Yes, we saw what just happened, all the turnovers, five turnovers for him, four interceptions, maybe one or two weren't all on him, but it looked bad. Joe had a bad first half. Do you think they're going to come out offensively and get really aggressive or kind of take it easy and maybe just try to run the ball a little bit early in the first half? I've kind of gone back and forth. I think they they will play it more conservatively than they came out with uh, Pittsburgh. But I don't think it will be just run the ball, pass on third down, pun if you don't get anything to I think they're going to try to put Chase against these corners because 
He did well against Diggs last time they played, and uh, he's probably better than their second corner. So I want to get a couple shots to him, especially if Higgins is healthy. I think they'll they'll air it out a little bit. I just think it will be a little bit more cautious from Joe, but not from the play calling itself. Like I think they'll try to air it out a little bit. It'll just be Joe knows. I can't try to force these throws. This is what I love about Chase. When he was asked about Diggs this week, he was like, oh, yeah, good athletic guy. But he's like, oh, technique could use some work. Like, not, not afraid. <laughs> and he wasn't trying to be mean at all, but he was just kind of being honest when asked about it. And that might be my favorite player interview from this past week because he's just an honest guy out there. And I'm actually looking forward to Chase on Sunday. Speaking of which, McGee says over under Chase receptions on Sunday. Am I setting it? Um yeah, right now. Okay. Okay, and then uh, you can take the over the under. I'll put it at seven and a half. I'm going to say over, but I it think it's. Really, I think it's. I think it's. Clo- I think it's close to that number, yeah. because here's an update on T Higgins and Jay Morrison said it earlier today, very optimistic about T Higgins. He was limited and Zach Taylor even seemed to like that after Monday's update and Wednesday's limited in practice. Unfortunately, he had uh, personal reasons that he was um, dealing with today, but for him to be able to travel and things like that, when you're going through concussion protocol, it seems optimistic about T Higgins status for this weekend. And he says he feels that T is going to play. So I think when you have T Higgins out there and you think about the wide receiver weapons and receptions, it's obviously better when Higgins is playing too. I think Jamar is probably around what we saw this past Sunday to be completely. You think so? Yeah, I do. Maybe nine. Maybe nine. Yeah. You know, he didn't really, I don't think he caught a bunch of passes in overtime because some people are trying to use that against him. They played in overtime. I thought he did most of his work in regulation from what I'm remembering at least. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it was a big, big fourth quarter for him. And obviously if a few of those touchdowns would have counted, Jamar Chase has a a great opener, which I see still did 129, 10 receptions. I mean, (laughs) he was half of a shoe size from four touchdowns, you know? Well, that's absolutely crazy. And there was something today on social media, no offense to our PFF guys, but I want to get your opinion on this. You saw it. You know you did. And I don't agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> again, I'm paraphrasing what the tweet was, but it was like uh, the targets on on Joe or Jamar, you know, wasn't enough or Jamar. I don't know, just something about the Bengals offense, which we've talked about. It's pretty predictable in their first game, but Jamar is still Jamar Chase, and he was had a, I felt like a semi big game. And if one of the touchdowns, the one that everyone's talking about, the Bengals should have challenged, counts. It's a huge second half for him. Everybody should be talking about Jamar Chase still. He was amazing. He's one of the top five receivers in the NFL, and I have no doubt he's going to finish one or two. That is not a hot take. But what do you think when people say? The defense, when they use the defense, might be tired against him. That's ridiculous. Like, Even that? what's what's actually ridiculous, especially now, I, I mean, I guess Pittsburgh played like 100 snaps. But like I said, he did most of his work in regulation. That's before all those overtime snaps. And then the second thing is just, I believe this, somebody could fact check it, but Levi Wallace left the game. So they actually had a little bit of a rotation at corner because they had to bring in uh, Arthur Mollett to come in and play some snaps. So it, it wasn't like the corner playing the corners all played 100 snaps because I think the only one that would have played close to that would have been uh, maybe Cam Sutton. 
but yeah, I I, I don't th- I don't believe in that at all, especially considering that the corners didn't even play every snap. <laughs> the corners he went against. I didn't even know that was possible. I, I did read that tweet before I had coffee this morning, so it was just a little annoying, and it's still annoying to think about when you go back to it. Jamar Chase still had himself a game. Uh, this is just a fun one. We'll end with this one when it comes to the mailbags of the week. Jacob says, one bangle you would take in a bar fight. <laughs> um, reader, DJ Reader. You know, I feel like that's a good answer. And I actually thought about this question more than anything else I did today, but I'm going to go with, I'm in between and they're kind of mm, honorable mentions because I don't think people would put them on their list when you first think of the roster, but I have two because I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'll go on the offensive side. Ted Karras is a big teddy bear. Like when you see him play, he looks like a big teddy bear. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a player. He's, he's, He's aggressive and great, but he looks like one. He's all friendly and everything like that. When when the game was over, uh, he went up to Joe Burrow and he was like, Joe, I don't know how you handle losses. I don't know. I don't know how you know you feel after losses, but uh, you know, I'm here. Uh, and he just it, it makes me laugh. I think that guy could take someone down. I truly do. He's a captain on this team. I think a lot of people can see it in practice that that guy is secretly someone you would take in a bar fight. Big fight fan, too. Had all the guys over for UFC. Didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. That's another reason why. And my one who I feel like I'm just mentioning because I feel bad for him this week is Clark Harris. I feel like that guy could secretly go into a bar and fight someone. You know, my, my second I think is Mike Hilton because I think he's an insane person (laughs) in a good way for football. A a great way. Yeah. He, I I just in burned my memory is Orlando Brown coming to block him and he just takes him off. (laughs) What corner is going to take on Orlando Brown and make the tackle? You know, that's a guy that if you had all your big guys and I had just had my, I feel like uh, Mike Hilton would look back and be like, we got him. No, I 100% agree. And I think you, you brought it, you made up a good point. You're like in a good way. He's terrifying. I'd be terrified of him. Uh, so yeah, Bengals have plenty of guys in a bar fight. Hopefully none of them get in a bar fight uh, because we're really, they're really going to need them uh, to stay healthy and <laughs> good to go. You know, we're ready for week two after week one when we're, we're talking more about a bar fight than uh, anything else when we're thinking ahead to the Cowboys and the Cincinnati Bengals. But we'll get to all that next score predictions. Big Thursday night game tonight, which I'm really looking forward to. We'll wrap up our podcast next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.